Peace in the Snow here on KSU 91.5 FM Fairbanks, Alaska. Sorry for the little la 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 at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I did not realize that I was reco- recorded. <laughs> or I mean, press live, I guess. Uh, yeah, as always, our show is pretty much just talking about different things overall. Uh, we just choose random topics. Although this time we want, we want to center more on specific topics i guess um so i guess to start out we are going to be talking about language studies and stuff like that but of course before all that i have to present my lovely and beautiful co-host Kristen godot how are you doing well you said my last name wrong so. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> But how are you doing? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sorry we're a little late. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> Starting. Mm. <laughs> That's my fault. <laughs> All good. I, how was your week? Uh, work? <laughs> I mean, okay. Let's, let's rewind it back a bit. You went on a trip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did go on a trip. Going on a trip in, in our, our favorite, favorite rocket, rocket ship. ship. <laughs> Honestly, no, it sounds like you have agnesia. Like, yeah, I totally went on one, right? I mean, no. it was like a quick, it was like a 24-hour trip, honestly. But what did you do? Um, I went down to Anchorage with my mother um, because my mom is still a Thai citizen. And she had to get her passport, her Thai passport I mean, her only passport, she doesn't have any other passport, but her passport um, expired Mm -hmm. and she has to get it renewed at Thai consulate, which the closest one is in, I think, um, L.A. Yeah. But they had been fully booked and I guess a lot of people complained about it. So Thai consulate people from L.A. came up to Anchorage to do visa and passport stuff. And so I went with my mom to that. It was at one of the Thai temples in Anchorage, and it was raining. Um, Not nice. (laughs) (laughs) But I got some bomb-free Thai food. I saw that. (laughs) I mean, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, I I would say it's a win-win because it's a win for you guys because you only had to go to Anchorage. And it was a win for the consulate in like the people who are working there in california because they get to go up to alaska Alaska, yeah right yeah i I would consider that a win yeah so why not and i also got to talk to a consulate person about getting my thai passport Ooh, so you have dual citizenship i'm going to have dual citizenship yeah (laughs) that's pretty nice i was gonna say is there is there any um country benefits um i mean the u.s doesn't have one i guess 
Well, just like if I want to go visit Thailand, I can go for because um, U.S. citizens can only go like you get a visa mm -hmm. upon arrival um, and it's a 30 day visa. So if for some reason I wanted to stay in Thailand longer than 30 days and also you can't own any land or property in Thailand if you're not a Thai citizen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my mom wants to like live in Thailand when she retires, but she wants to put the house in my name because I'm going to have it anyways after yeah. she dies, which sounds morbid, but mm -hmm. like I wouldn't be able to keep it if I was only a U.S. citizen. Like I would have to sell it within a year after she died if I was not a Thai citizen. So, yeah, it's kind of just putting bricks pretty much like stepping stones already for yeah. the future stuff. Yeah, that's def that's definitely um, similar rules with El Salvador applies. Yeah. Um, as I always make the joke, pretty much um, their form of ID is called a DUI. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Spanish. It's a document only, like only document of identity. Mm. That would be the English rough translation. But I love saying like, oh, yeah, I like I, I went to it would be really funny if when I go get it. I'll be like, yeah, I went to El Salvador and I got myself a DUI. <laughs> And people are like, what the heck? It's like, were you drunk driving? Like, no, I just went to get my my like identity card or whatever. Yeah. Like, ah, oh. like, what's it called? Do why? I'm like, it's the same thing with um uh, PNC Bank. That's the actual acronym for the National Police in oh. El Salvador. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's, it's like National Civil Police. Oh, so, <laughs> so like when I, anytime I see PNC or the other one, I'm like. Yeah, this is totally makes sense. <laughs> but anyway, oh, that's good. I mean, although the break was short. Yeah. You got to at least do something. Yeah. Did you get to see, hang out with anyone or were you just pretty much with your mom the whole time? No, I was just with my mom and like one other Thai lady that we brought from Fairbanks mm -hmm. that also needed to do her passport stuff. That's good. Um, it is I got it is. my boba. I got mm. my Benji's. Oh, that's the, all that the I one you said that was like the best boba? Yes. Mm. What flavor? Um, the one that I got this time was, oh, they got brown sugar on their mm -hmm. menu. And my mom got the matcha blast, which is just like a matcha. Mm -hmm. um, but normally I get the either the matcha or coconut taro. I like the, yeah, the coconut taro yeah. sounds good. Oh, that it's so really good. good. <laughs> mm. But they were out that day. <laughs> Bummer. Well, I guess in some other news, um, did you hear about the Olympics with yes. Alaska? Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. Alaska's first swimming gold medal. I know. And like from Seward. Yeah. And, and she's 17. She's, she's not even in like high school. Well, no, she's in high school. She's not even like in college yet. Yeah. I, I, I was watching. Jacoby, right? Is yeah, her last Jacoby. name? I forgot her first name. Um. Something with a K, I guess. <laughs> I forgot. Wow, we're both terrible. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, like, congrats to Jacoby. Yes. Uh, You're making Alaska, Alaska represent. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it, it's cool that they actually like, showed, like, the coverage and everything. Like, definitely, um, I was, like, on the Olympics website yesterday. And so they have um, this one site where you can vote for, like, the best moments of each day. So let's say yesterday's was uh, between, I think it was a tennis match and like one 
person from one team helped the other person because the bracket got broke. Mm-hmm. Um, bracket, not bracket, <laughs> got broke. Um, it was that or um, that Japan uh, for the men's that he won the skate the skating competition. Like skateboarding? Uh, yeah. yeah. Japan both won men's and women's. Mm-hmm. But I think it was just um, some moment between um, Brazil and Japan. Mm. So I, of course, said that one. I'm like, I watched the clips of both of them. I'm like, yeah. I like I like the one with Japan more. So I feel like if there has to be one for like today's, I guess, which was the next day for them. Yeah. Hopefully Jacoby's is there. Because I was like that 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 was a really yeah. good one, especially just like the hype of the of the people in sewer. I know. I I watched the video yesterday after I had heard on on YouTube. I think it was mm. NBC Sports or something yeah. like that. And I love that the announcer, like when they were still going, he was and you know he was saying that she was like starting to come up. He was yeah. like, Jacoby. 17 year old from Alaska and and then like when she won and he said Jacoby again and then he like mentioned Alaska specifically like it's not like he just said like U.S. is Jacoby or something like he literally was like Jacoby from Alaska yeah I was like yeah and then even in the after like the interview that they did afterwards they they told they said like oh yeah there's only one Olympic pool in Alaska which is in Anchorage it's the only one and so imagine, she has to travel two hours. Yeah, so <laughs> to pretty practice. much she's been practicing in. Um, well, the thing is, like, she was in Texas for the the team, right? Yeah. So of course she has the, yeah. the fifty meter Olympic pool. Yeah. But back here, you know, it's twenty five. So you gotta do a lot more laps, more quicker. And right, everything. right. And then I saw some, like, one of the comments said, like, imagine being having to uh, be one of the rivals of an Olympic winner, which would be, like, really interesting. Because, yeah, because once she enters college, you know, I imagine she'll still continue Oh yeah, competing. So you're pretty much, you're going to compete with an Olympic winner. Like, good luck. <laughs> but if you, beat, if you beat her, I mean, also, props to you. Yeah. That, that's pretty nice. But, yeah, I guess we'll, <laughs> we'll end our little side tangent segments here. And, uh, yeah, today we're just going to be talking about language learning because it's the dreaded yet fun thing that we both love to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess to, to start off, um, I was going to ask you, for, for, for you, mm-hmm. what is or not, not something that just, like, inspired you. It's more um, what has helped you kind of like keep on going like progressing it was kind of inspired but like um keeps makes you want to <laughs> oh my god sound like the did you ever have a dream that you i guess i have to use the word inspire like what inspired you to learn languages and what has kept you wanting to learn um so as far as like first inspiration, I I don't know if there's anything specific that inspired me. Mm. Um, I I've kind of always liked languages, but I kind of put it back to I grew up as a TCK. I think you 
Kind of. I would consider you kind of a TCK. Yeah. Not like you're in a weird like middle area. I know. So um, for those who don't know, what's a TCK? Yeah, I was going to explain that. <laughs> a TCK is Sorry. a third culture kid. So mm-hmm. it is someone who has grown up outside of your parents' culture or cultures, depending on whether your parents are from the same culture or not. Mm-hmm. So my mom's from Thailand, my dad's from the US. And I spent a lot of my formative years outside of Thailand and the U.S. because I lived in several places because of the military. And so I had a lot of exposure to different cultures from a young age. And I feel like that is why I've had an interest in language, even without really knowing it. And I didn't really study a lot of language when I was young. When I lived in Germany, we took German class like once a week. (laughs) But... Uh, at that time, I probably couldn't do more than like travel stuff, like yeah. asking prices, introducing myself, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as keep going, I honestly, it's people. <laughs> um, every single time that I talk to someone in a language that I'm learning that speaks that language natively, like and seeing how much their like light their face lights up and how happy they are that you have like taken the time to learn their language at a point that you can actually talk to someone. Yeah. Um, even if it's not very good, <laughs> like they're still always really happy about it. And that really like inspires me and makes me want to keep going because I always attribute my language learning or like, compare the reason why I learn languages to a quote that Nelson Mandela said, which not the exact quote, cause I always mess up a few words, but it's something yeah. similar to if you speak, if you speak to a man in his second language, you're speaking to his mind. But if you speak to a man, in his first language, you're speaking to his heart. That's a really good quote. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's a really good quote, man. Yeah, no, uh, I gotta say like, I think on the same boat uh, when it comes to just the the level of interaction that you have with people. Mm-hmm. For me, I, I've always enjoyed getting to know where people are coming from, different mm-hmm. perspectives and, and such. So having a pretty much like a bridge, a gap, yeah. or a bridge to connect with that person, uh, especially within their own language, is something that is like i guess inside you feel warm like oh, like yeah. I, I did i you know you could actually like understand their points of views and stuff like that and as i was telling a lot of people um with my whole study abroad that didn't happen because you know <laughs> sad stuff uh <laughs> um the the one of the ra- main reasons why i want i con- kind of decided to learn uh japanese and it's kind of part of my major, is that I want to go to Japan and just go to the rural areas, you know, um, and just talk with more uh, people from those areas Mm because they have really interesting perspectives and they have more, um, more knowledge of the past that I would say most city people would. Right. Because... Because don't, don't get me wrong, like some people in the cities, they can, they have like, you know, their stories are also like meaningful, but I feel like that need or 
that need to preserve it or to be in a an, um, surrounding that makes you remind like that reminds you of it mm. isn't that present in a city life because yeah. you're always in like the hustle right yeah 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 meanwhile in a more rural setting you might have like a little trinket or there's something specific in your daily like habit that is due in part to something potentially with your family's past or something cultural mm. and those are the things that kind of uh are they're really interesting i guess just to see and although you know to do it with japanese would be like really great and cool to see i mean it applies to any other language i would say that i would if i go to someone someone else you know i would want to get a more full in-depth analysis mm-hmm. <laughs> of you know like you know like what's your life how what what have you been you know yeah what, what have you seen since you were born which is kind of like the dumb question that a lot of people ask um uh like people who reach 100 you know like oh what's your like how did you manage to do it you know yeah like what's the secret and it's like it's not much of a secret it's more of like what 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 were the habits what were the things that they've always done and you know and they most likely would have the same habits they've always like had the same routine yeah but the thing is that this routine isn't something that's being followed um <laughs> as as much sorry i was looking at the windows or something. <laughs> oh god sorry there but yeah like the 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 routine itself isn't being followed right um as often you know either you know let's say we could put an example out there white example let's say the introduction to more artificial foods into your diet right so that might be a a testament to some people not reaching that age right they Mm -hmm. might have like they might have like been really healthy and everything in their youth but then they were introduced to this and then that might have caused a lot more health problems. So I imagine like these people who've got into a much older age, except that one lady that said that she drank every single day Dr. Pepper. I don't know <laughs> how she's doing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how she's doing it, but like, OK, she's got an iron kidney, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but those type of habits are are some that, you know, can keep you alive. Mm hmm. I love how we went to like a medical side talking about languages. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, I was going to ask also, what is it? What do you believe is the hardest part about learning a language? <sighs> Ignore like an, not in an academical sense. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, honestly, the hardest part. Um, Uh, okay. I think that the hardest part about learning language is aside from the, like anything that's actually in the learning part, it's like finding opportunities to speak. Yeah. Um, and it really is dependent. So like it, at first I wanted to say immersion, but it's actually yeah. like 
everyone always thinks of immersion as like you have to go to the country that speaks that language natively but i don't think of course that is the best way to get immersion yeah, yeah but definitely. like i don't think that that's completely necessary you can immerse yourself in a language if you listen to music watch movies watch tv shows watch youtube videos like listen to podcasts read books like in the language that you're learning like that's just as much immersion as it is like being in the country yeah. because you're almost doing that but like depending on where you live for example us here in alaska like we have limited amounts of people that speak limited amounts of language yeah um compared to someone in new york city where you can find tons of people who speak tons of languages yeah. um and yeah it's hard finding like you really need output for language, yeah. especially speaking output, because that's like the most important part yeah. of like, I know some people who want to use a language for temporary terms or something. So they won't bother learning reading or writing. They just bother to learn yeah. like listening and speaking, but like you need, you don't need someone to speak to, but it's better to have someone to yeah. speak to. Of course you can always speak like recording yourself, speaking to yourself, which I do a lot, Yeah, <laughs> but it's better to speak to someone, especially someone that's a native speaker also, or a quite quote unquote fluent speaker mm -hmm. of the language. Yeah. I, I do agree. Like the point that you made about having I guess a lot of um, input, like yeah. you said, you know, books, media, like all this. Like we're in the twenty first century. Exactly, we the have the internet. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's 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 pretty ironic because like even though we're like in the twenty first century, we have the internet and everything, we have so much input um, for learning a language, but we lack a lot of output. Yeah, like sure, there might be ways where you can like video chat and stuff like that with people, but the problem is is that it seems like it's like you're hitting a reset button every single time because yeah. you're meeting all these new people and you might not like you're not like the first person you meet online you're going to stick with them forever and you're going to always talk to them right yeah like you're you're most likely it's going to be like a one and done so even even still there you kind of have you kind of refresh your same sayings questions and yeah. stuff right so sure there's output being done but it isn't as effective as meeting someone in person where yeah you could pretty much talk about anything outside of the regular amount of questions that we commonly ask or whatnot yeah because you can literally look up be like oh what do you think about this thing right here that you're clearly seeing before you're seeing you know things like that there's mm -hmm. more discussion yeah and it can happen a little bit more naturally which i think that sometimes um, like apps like HelloTalk and um, italki, they can sometimes be pretty limited if yeah. or repetitive. Yeah. Itself. The issue, um, I mean, I'm thankful that there are apps like HelloTalk, italki. I have not, is italki the... It's like you pay to talk the, with yeah, like teachers. Yeah, you pay for a tutor, yeah. yeah. I have not used italki because, I don't know, I'm nervous, to be honest. Oh, yeah, same. I like, was like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've heard great things. I've heard lots of people, I'm like semi-involved in the language learning community online, and like, 
I I've heard great things about iTalki mm. and people love it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just scared. Yeah, I mean, and all <laughs> and of course all the Duolingo memes. Uh, if you haven't seen it, check out our Instagram oh my with my the memes that I put there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like with Hello Talk, my issue that I've also come across, and I'm sure not everyone has come across this issue. I'm sure it depends on like what language you're learning, what language you speak natively. Mm-hmm. Um, but as an English speaker who is learning Asian languages on Hello Talk, the issue I've come across a lot is that. The Asian people that like whoever speaks the Asian natives ling- Asian languages natively yeah. um, tend to want to practice their English more than they want to help you practice their language. Yeah. And uh, like, of course, because it's an exchange app, it's not that I don't want to help people with English, but it's like I also want to practice yeah. <laughs> my language that I'm learning. You want you want it to be a 50 50. Yeah. Much. All right, app developers start making an app. Or even a 60-40 is kind of okay. Like, (laughs) Definitely, I was going to say, like, definitely just create an app where you can talk to people, but then, like, let's say you have to, like, make a lesson or, like, just talk about something, but you only have, like, a certain amount of time. Yeah. And then the other person has to reciprocate, and if they don't, they get unmatched. Well, the idea, (laughs) the ideal would be to find someone who agrees to, like, Maybe do a phone call for an hour and you spend mm-hmm. 30 minutes of both of you speaking in English or you spend 30 minutes of both of you speaking in the other language. Or like I, I've had someone ask me in the past, like, OK, I'm only going to speak English to you. You only speak Chinese to me so that we're using the opposite person's language and yeah. we can correct each other. But sometimes that's hard to yeah, or it just falls apart. Yeah, especially because if you were to, you know, respond to them in, in Chinese uh, or Mandarin or whatnot, but then how do they correct you in the language they're learning? Well, I mean, of course they would mm. switch to their native language to correct, but... Yeah, but then that, that causes, again, the turmoil to where it collapses at yeah. some point, where it just might get exhausting. But also, like, with Hello Talk, if you're not talking but if you're like texting hello talk has that like feature where you can like edit their sentences or oh, whatever yeah, yeah. yeah which i think is pretty good yeah I, I really enjoy that one um of course it kind of sucks i don't sure if they added it in any new updates like i wish that you could edit and you know say what's wrong and then you can put a note saying this is because of this mm, yeah yeah i feel like you do the edit and then after that um you kind of have to explain it. Yeah. Like at in continue conversation or the other person will say, oh, thank you. But then they don't really understand why. Yeah. The thing is. So if they said like a little, pretty much like a little spark note and decide, oh, we use this in this case. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, that involves a lot more from your own part to, to remember grammatical rules, which we know we all suck at. <laughs> but it's something that's pretty uh, useful, I think, for both parties, no matter what. Mm hmm. All righty. Do you want to go for a quick little break? Yeah, I kind of think we only have time for the one music break today because yeah. we're so. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be taking a quick little break here and we will be right back to discuss more about languages. Yes. So we'll catch you on the flip side in a little bit.
Welcome back, 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 back. <laughs> back, 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 back. We bring it back, 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 at that, at that, All right, here comes the tips. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're just gonna provide um, some tips for y'all language learners. Um, mine's are all jokes. <laughs> Kristen's are all like really good ones. Although you want to start out with the first joke one. Yeah, go for it. No, you. Me? Yeah. Oh. What we just said before. <laughs> I mean, it's not like a joke joke, but I mean, the one tip that I had, which is for the speaking, is to talk to yourself. Um, yeah, you look like a crazy person doing it, but uh, who cares? I, mean, I told JC that I sit in my shower and I like... Not reenact drama scenes, but make up my own drama yeah. scenes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because for me, what I do is pretty much whatever the lessons that we learned, um, like the different conversations or dialogues, just repeat those. Especially the really funny ones, like the many songs. <laughs> Those are really funny. <laughs> My, <laughs> that makes me think of um, first semester, first year Japanese class. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, that, that was like the joke that we had um, to me and like Peter and Abigail. It was like, wow, Kirei Naomi. I saw this. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty much just like, wow, what a beautiful ocean. And that, that's literally the whole joke yeah. <laughs> that we made, like, out of this dialogue conversation. <laughs> oh, my God. That one or um, the McDonald's one. It's like, I'm Mosubaga. <laughs> I'm at Mosubaga. Oh, like, yeah. We're going to meet at McDonald's. Like, oh, no, because he's late for, like, the day, quote, unquote. Yeah. Oh, my God. That Takeshi. Takeshi. <laughs> I wish he made a third book. I know. Genki. I know. They still haven't. They made a. Th- they made a revamp. There's a third edition of one and two. Oh yeah. But I'm like, we need. We need three. We need to know what happens. It's like Mary. Mary the drama's got, not done. Yeah, Mary. Mary went back to the U.S. Hopefully, she got back and she's like an English teacher. And Takeshi's still doing his salary dude thingy. Bob. I think that's <laughs> what he was doing. I forgot. What what his job. But definitely, definitely, that was like the fun parts of that class. Um, but speaking of, of that, um, uh, another good tip is like if you have your like classmates and if you get along with them, of course, definitely um, group sessions or something. Yeah. If if you're a person that can do them, I don't really, I can't do them because I tend to like to talk and just like just go on side tangents. Yes. But definitely those are pretty good just because you um, are on, on the same level. Mm-hmm. You kind of bounce off, off off of one another Yeah. to make things more better, I guess, overall. Yeah. What else we got? Um, <clears throat> um, utilize the uh, spaced repetition. It's like SR. I or SR the spatial partition initiative uh no, not no. initiative but it it's it's just a way to learn like you can do it for vocab you can do it for grammar points 
Um, but it's a way to memorize stuff. So it's like you learn something and then there's like scientific um, study that shows mm. that like you what like if you learned a word, for example, like a vocab word in a different language, um, usually you would quote unquote forget it in about like five hours or something. Yeah. So you should revisit that word again in that time and then revisit again in a day and then revisit it again in like 12 hours, like, uh, or 48 hours and then a week and then a month and then like three months. Like, so there's things like memorize.com that utilizes space repetition. Um, the program Anki utilizes space repetition, but like, I personally think that it's like the best way. Of course you then have to do it every single day when you have something like you have to check if there's something that you have to check on, but like it's a really helpful way to learn vocab and even grammar. Yeah. I definitely suck at those type of things, especially um, let's say Duolingo or like any of those like language learning apps. And they're like, they constantly remind you. It's a point where I just basically lose motivation. Yeah. On that. So that's why I kind of like don't give much of a try for that one if it's an app. Yeah. We'll see those things like the because it's not like Duolingo where you're doing something like Rosetta Stone every day. Yeah practice type of thing it's literally pretty much because you can do space repetition even with physical flashcards. um i actually have a chart from a book that explains how to do it with physical flashcards and like mm-hmm. when to re-go through flashcards on what day and stuff like that yeah um but like pretty much um you're supposed it Space repetition is like revisiting a thing that you've learned right when your brain is like about to toss it or put it back into like the far reaches of your brain so that you start to actually remember it. And I, from experience, know that it has worked because I have remembered a lot of vocab words Mm -hmm. by using space repetition. Field. Field? Yeah. Give me the word for field in any language. I don't. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you two today can try space repetition. Field. Wow. Uh, Field repetition. We're sitting here. We're we're sitting here talking about language learning, and then I don't uh, know the word for field in any language. uh, Isn't it ka for in Japanese? I just remember. I'm just remembering the kanji, which the kanji. is literally a square. But that's, but that's not like any field, isn't that supposed to be specifically like, like a rice, rice field? field? Yeah, yeah. Mm, something like that. <laughs> well, the square. Okay, then I do know it in Chinese because I know how to pronounce that kanji. Yeah, I mean, the square. If, if you just look at a square, it's kuchi for mouth. Yeah. Sorry, the square with the. The, the, yeah. the cross in the center. Yeah, so that it's sectionalized yeah. into four. Just four small squares, pretty much, but all in one square. Yeah. 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 I mean, that one's Tian in Chinese mm. or Tian. Uh, I think it's first t- first tone. Tian. Mm. Yeah. See, see, this is the mind, the mind of a mastermind, the mind of a linguist. <laughs> we were like, wait a second, what is this? But if it's, this, if it's not that, if it's this, uh, yeah. Gosh, I gotta say, trying to pretty much. Just, having to learn another alphabet on top 
of you know what you know and then trying to cross-reference everything it just gets more and more complicated <laughs> at some point you're like you would see a random thing you'd be like oh that's that i'm like no it's just, just a random thing it's like uh a good, a good example anytime i see like a slash mark but like a specifically curved slash mark i think about no oh yeah Japanese. i look at it i'm like no <laughs> like hiragana no or uh, katakana katakana okay yeah so i just look at it, i'm like no ah <laughs> uh, like just the slash mark yeah. i got you okay yeah well honestly as someone who's pretty much only learned languages that <laughs> have a different alphabet yeah. i i actually think it's made me like non-romanized alphabets like I would love, besides Vietnamese that I really want to learn, mm-hmm. uh, thanks to the French, they have a Romanized alphabet. Yeah. But like pretty much every other language that I have very immediate interest in, and the languages that I'm learning right now, all have non-Romanized alphabets. Yeah. So it's pretty much you can make a meme of like the hand. It's like Romanized le- like alphabets. You're like no, but then <laughs> like really weird squiggles. Oh, with yes. the Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Like really weird squiggles. Like yes, that's what I want. <laughs> Yeah. Especially Thai. Oh, my gosh. Thai with the... Thai is hard. Yeah. I, I look at it sometimes. I'm like, how do you distinguish this? <laughs> it's... I mean, like... I mean, it's a memorization thing, right? Like, recognizing the alphabet itself. But, like... <sighs> we, we Thai sh- also does not read, like... Yeah. It does not read from one side to the other side in any direction Mm -hmm. because sometimes like you have a consonant and vowels can either go behind the consonant, in front of the consonant, on top of the consonant or below the consonant. So pretty much you have to find a consonant and look at the vowels around it. Like it doesn't read like completely straight. Yeah. Like Koreans pretty much build upon all the different Well, just like any language is like you're Mm -hmm. reading it straight. Like even in English, like the word English, like you're reading English. I thought you were talking about just the characters itself. No, no, Mm -hmm. no. Thai is like you can't, you physically cannot just read it from like, I I think they write, read left to right. Like you literally cannot physically just read left to right with Thai script because that's not how (laughs) the, the vowels work. The vowels. Yeah complicated stuff i know but it's what makes us interesting you know it's real <laughs> that's what makes us devoted into this this passion this hell <laughs> in some sense yes <laughs> but it's rewarding of course there's always it's, it's just always rewarding at the end it is mm. well i guess we are out of time here today we got one minute left i want to leave off with one thing go ahead for anyone that's learning a language i have one thing to say to you and one thing only and that is to speak the language that you're learning and I mean of course I had the tip of speaking to yourself but literally like if you meet someone that can speak the language take advantage of that and speak to them in the language because it 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 will only help you and uh, I I don't want to say that they're not going to judge you because I think that there are some crappy people that will possibly judge you. But for the most part, I have never come across anyone who I've spoken to them in the language that I'm learning that is their native language and that they were like, 
you suck or you're like, like, uh, you can't speak or blah, blah, blah. Like I've literally only come across good things or just like, I don't care type of, you know, reactions, which is fine. I, I like, that's fine if they don't care that I'm learning their language, but like, yeah, I, it took me like three or four years to learn this fact, but like literally speak, like it's only going to help you no matter how scary it is, like build the courage in yourself to do it because you need to <laughs> like just straight up for language. You have to speak like you can't not speak and expect to learn a language. Yep. That's definitely true. Well, thank you for the words of wisdom from the maestra herself. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram as to Peace in the Snow official. Please but, DM us. We yes. want to hear from you guys. <laughs> yes. I, I see those people. There's like people who are there's someone from like the middle of the United States, like one of those states that downloads our our episodes there's on some, spotify yes yeah, on spotify which you should follow us there as two peas in the snow we have a playlist and we have also our our spotify ep- spotify where we actually like upload our, our episodes podcast yeah yeah uh working on getting it on apple podcasts hopefully i might get it done this week weekend who knows we'll try our best yeah um we'll definitely be updating more stuff on instagram and yeah Hope you guys have a great one, and we will catch you all later. Bye, friends. Uh, (laughs) What is field again? Tian. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, like, like field, field, but not in Chinese. Oh, I don't know if field did any other language. Please let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, teach us the word for field. All right, bye. Bye. (laughs)